Welcome to Coconut Oil Stardust and Dope Vibes. I am your resident fairy godmother, Tamara Angela. And I am here with my morning thoughts. And I want to talk a little bit about gratitude. It is, I think, an uncomfortable space for people to discuss gratitude, um, especially in a world where people thrive on being contrary. And a lot of the positive things that we need to discuss, note, understand, um, a lot of the positive things we need to have in our lives, um, people have trouble with that. And it's because we're not taking the time to kind of rewire our brains. So I find this interesting because <clears throat> as humans, our brains are or have been historically hardwired for a very animalistic approach to life. You know, when we were hunter-gatherers, we had to have high perception. We had to understand our environment because we were very much a part of our environment, right? And so we were in that space where we were attuned to lunar phases we were attuned to circadian rhythms we were attuned to all of those things that was natural it's the way our bodies worked and we had to sense danger we had to sense threats we had to know if there was a predator coming right Because we lived in this space where we were hunter gatherers, (coughs) excuse me, and we had to, I mean, not only be perceptive about possibly other humans who could be doing things, but we had to be perceptive about the animal kingdom that we lived alongside of. And so that part of our brain for just centuries was developed and then life started changing we get to you know building cities and becoming more sophisticated in certain you know instances and things like that and our brains start to evolve but that very natural space of needing to protect ourselves was still there because I mean there are still threats right even in a highly evolved sophisticated culture and community there are still threats and we still live with that part of um evolution today where we're still needing as a human to perceive threats right because it it doesn't matter 
you know, how evolved the, the communities are, there are still threats, right? The, the thing is, is that we've been taught to turn down the intuitive part, right? We've been taught to just kind of do away with that <coughs> and, excuse me, have to perceive the world analytically versus intuitively. So we've been taught to kind of get rid of that part. And, um, it, I mean, that has cost us. Um, but we've also been taught to constantly see things through a lens of this could hurt me. This could hurt me. This, this could be horrible. And so when you continue to exercise that muscle, that's what is strongest. When I'm working with clients, um, a lot of times it's super hard. It's it's not their first mind to think of all the good things that actually happened. You go you scan your day and you think of all the things that erupted. You think of every area where something turned left, it erupted, it didn't go too great. And we dwell on that and then we try to problem solve it. Despite the fact that it's already done, we try to problem solve it and create caveats and scenarios where if this horrible thing, if this thing that I perceive as a threat shows up again, I'm going to have a game plan. And that's where our minds spend a whole hell of a lot of time. It's valid. Um, it makes sense because we have to navigate this world and, and know how to protect ourselves. Yet we don't spend enough time on gratitude and focusing on the things that happened. Great. What if we focus there? Or what if we had an equal amount of focus on, you know, we gotta know what could happen when something crazy happens around the corner, but what if you looked at the good things and prepared yourself for if more good things came? Just as you look at the negative things and you prepare yourself for if more negative things come. Like, what if we operated that way? What would change? Our minds, um, the human mind is constantly evolving I see, and I've talked about this several times before, just a lot of evolution where um, we are talking about how, um, you know, just even our ability towards comprehension is declining. I was reading a post on Instagram the other day, and I couldn't believe the amount of people who can't they can't understand context clues and they can't understand um, like things like sarcasm um, or things like that. Everything is so either contradictory or literal. And it's because we are not taught these things in one-to-one -one conversation anymore. And so there's a decline. There's so many ways to, like when you read a text message, you can't really infer anything. 
when you hear tone of voice, that tells us a whole lot. When you can feel the person's energy, that can tell a whole lot. But when we see things through text messages or social media messages, um, it's like I told somebody one time, I don't, I don't read or translate Facebook. Like that's not a language to me. You have to actually talk to me. You have to actually carry on conversation. And that lack has pushed us in evolution in a certain way where people are always ready to see the negative that it, it's pulling that instinctive part of us back um, and, and exercising that more. And so people are always seeing something negative. As soon as they see a post, they think all the worst things. Oh, that person is lonely. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. And it's like, what about that looks like the person is lonely? Just because someone's sitting by themselves does not mean that their world is horrible. They could be sitting there waiting on someone. The person that they were with could have just left. They might just enjoy silence. No one ever sees the positive first. They always see like, oh, this is horrible. And so in order to start to instill gratitude, which is a, I'm not going to say it's necessarily a higher vibration because that's like a hierarchy. I'm going to say it's learning to live in a different frequency, a different vibration than what you're used to living in. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel like that shift is going to feel so crazy. The key is this. Gratitude is, um, it is a state of being, it is a state of mind, and it is very authentic. Where people have trouble, <coughs> excuse me, is that you get into that, I got to fake it till I make it. You've got to find the parts of yourself that actually gravitate towards the positivity of gratitude. And start there. Having gratitude does not mean. And so once again, here we go with the ability for the mind to be able to break things down and everything is not linear. Because I display gratitude, it does not mean that I don't see the storm. I'm simply saying there's a storm here. And everything is getting torn down. And I'm still standing and I'm grateful for that. A lot of times in the church, you'll hear gratitude displayed as something that says, um, they'll say, oh, I'm grateful. I'm not sick. I'm not like it names off all these negative things. <laughs> I'm not sick. I didn't lose my job. Well, Somebody, there's somebody out there that lost their job and they still display gratitude. It's about understanding that these things happen. Life is lifing. Life happens. And yet, I, like, I, I'm not in a space where that is going to wreck me for long. 
I'm not in a space like I'm in a space where I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So I know I'm coming out. You know, this was a dip. It's a big dip. This was a dip. I can crawl out. I'm grateful that, you know, and we can show gratitude in a lot of different ways. Sometimes it's just like, I went through this journey and these things happened and everything collapsed. I'm kind of glad that it did collapse because now I can let it all go. Gratitude. You know what? That relationship was never long-term. It didn't work out. I gained X, Y, and Z. I learned X, Y, and Z. I'm grateful for that space because I learned those things. You didn't have to go through that space in order to learn those things. Like that space wasn't going to be the only place that you learned those things. But while you were in those space. In that space, you gathered those things and you can collect those and move on. It's a space of growth. Gratitude. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm awake. It's a new day. I can start over every day. Gratitude. Everything didn't go right. First half of my life was tumultuous and traumatic and highly stressful. I'm in charge of this next part of my life. And although stress still comes, stress is still going to be there. I'm excited to take more control of where I'm going. I can make my own choices. I can choose to be in some higher places. Gratitude. I made it through today. Today was rough. I made it through. I'm here safe in my bed at night. And I got my snacks. I can get up and do it again tomorrow. And I'm going to look for the things that worked right. If we go through our day and we just sit down and we we think about our day and we write down we have to we have to take time and effort to actually pick like go through and 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 extract and pick out like the good things that happened no matter how big no matter how small i think we're always looking for it's like with the negative things you can nitpick every single small thing with the with the good things that you're supposed to be grateful for, you're looking for something that's exponential versus, you know what? I drove to work today and all the lights were green and there was no traffic and there was a smooth flow. That was good like that. Cause it, we know when we, if you got to commute to work and it's choppy, that will tear your day up. No, I I had all green lights today and it was way less traffic. I got there with no stress. This was good. Gratitude. You know what? I had my lunch break and it was uninterrupted. And I ate the hell out that sandwich because that sandwich tasted so good. You 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 indulged and you put all your senses into it and you really enjoyed yourself eating 
that sandwich. You were like present while you ate that sandwich. Right? You didn't have to multitask and stuff it down. You got a chance to really just be there. Gratitude. I'm able to go help serve in a space in my community, a place that I knew had a void and I have the opportunity to go fill it. I'm thankful for that. Gratitude. I am grateful that my kids are able to go to school and have a village surround them and that they come home safely to me every day. They get on my nerves when they get here, but they come home safely every day. That's gratitude. Actually paying attention to that. Those are things that you take for granted. When you walk through the door that your kids are there after school and y'all might bicker and beef or whatever, you know, you didn't take the food out the freezer. Your kids are home. Safe after fighting through the world all day. Gratitude. It's an authentic place to live. We're not just giving thanks for just any old thing. I mean, and you can, but, you know, we think we, we tend to only think about giving thanks when we're at Thanksgiving and you're in that circle and you're all holding hands and you got to go around and say something you're grateful for before Big Mama does that long prayer while the gravy is getting cold on the table. That's not the only time we're supposed to give thanks. We're supposed to actually stand up and think about every day. Where was this bright spot? in my day are you grateful for how you're able to continue to get through where's your gratitude for being able to serve I was able to show up and give this offering to someone Um, I was at the right place at the right time to be able to offer this word Um, a lot of times With me, I'm like, I'm so grateful for this practice, especially like the practice of Reiki or just being able to tap into my intuition every day and help serve others. There's so many things to be grateful for. And when you start to pay attention to that, it helps you to navigate when shit hits the fan, it helps you to navigate that better because you understand that those downtimes aren't down forever and that there are actually good things still happening when the downtimes are occurring. These things like life has so many nuances and When the storm comes, that's all people tend to focus on. It's like there's a storm, everything is bad or whatever. And it it feels suffocating. It feels detrimental. But there's always something decent that is going on around you at the same time. There's never a space where everything is completely 100% to the negative. There's always something decent going on. It just takes time and effort to think about that. 
and to pull that out. And typically when we are in the valley, we're so hurt and wounded. We don't want to think about what's what's good. We don't want to see the good because we want to create that story where we are being wronged or everything is horrible. And we want to kind of lick our wounds through that. Learning to cultivate gratitude says, this is kicking my ass over here. It is absolutely kicking my ass. And not, but, and I still have good friends who answer the phone and walk me through. And today, you know, some money showed up in my bank account and I was able to, you know, pay that bill off. Money is low in the bank account. All those bills are paid. Grateful for that. We have to cultivate that in our minds. We have to want to live in that space. We have to want to see what's positive. So easy to be pessimistic. It takes work to be optimistic. And what happens is people who are naturally optimistic get pegged as being inauthentic. And that is completely not true. They just live in a different frequency. That's it. So gratitude. If you've listened to this whole thing, I want you to take time over the next seven days to at the end of the day, I want you to write down three things that you are grateful for. Three things that were absolutely great. Or not even just absolutely great. Three things that happened during the course of your day that you are grateful for. Or three people that showed up that you are grateful for. When you start your day, I want you to have one focus of gratitude. When you wake up, for the next seven days and you open your eyes, I want you to think of one positive thing, one positive person that you're grateful for and have that be the focal point as you walk through your day. You start thinking of that and then boop, something happens. Let's shift. You know what? That traffic was a beast. I'm here safely in my work building. Let me just take a pause. Okay. Cause I can get through. You know what? I hate my boss. Cause they're an asshole. I got these coworkers over here though. That's a good village that I can, you know, kiki with for a second and deep breathe. Cause I don't have to hold on to all of that all day. I want you to start thinking and cultivating in an air of gratitude. And then by the time you get home for the day, you can purge all of that stuff that happened, breathe it off, take that salt bath, put the salt on the bottom of your shower, that Himalayan salt on the bottom of your shower, rub your feet in it, ground, get out of whatever that energy is. So you can sit down and think and, and pay attention to all the things that you can be grateful for. Make that list of that three over the next seven days. And then you start your day over the next seven days with one thing that you're grateful for. By the end of your day, for the next seven days, you should have four things written down that you are grateful for. 
they can be the same four things every day, but let's um, step out of the box and not be lazy. And let's actually think about the things and the people that we're grateful for through the day. And then I want you to go back after that. Go back and look at that list and look at what you wrote. See how it makes you feel after seven days. But I actually want you to go back and, and look at that and pay attention to how you're feeling, how that has shifted your mindset. Anytime we want to create a habit, we do things over the course of 21 days. And so after you've done that seven days, if that feels good, I want you to do another seven days and then another seven days. And then you started to create a habit of looking for the things that you can be appreciative of, thankful for, and cultivating an air of gratitude. Thanks for tuning in today. Make sure you are on my email list. Um, if you want to shoot me an email at 3Lovelightlucid, L-U-C-I-D, at gmail.com, I can make sure that you get added to the email list. There are posts going out every day for the next few weeks where we are talking about Reiki energy and mental health and how Reiki has supported me um, through my own personal journey, um, but how I'm using that to help support my clients on their mental health journey.